You are tuning into an EVO Podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is your host, AC Slater, and I'm back with EVO Podcast. And today we have a movie show review. Y'all already know, so I'm playing movie show reviews. And guess what? We're reviewing Welcome to Sudden Death, okay? And this... This movie right here really, like, showcases one of the best actors, one of the best black actors in the world, okay? And it happens to be Michael Jai White. You you heard it here. I'm telling you, this dude is, look, first of all, before I even go in on this movie, let me tell you something about Michael Jai White. This dude oozes righteousness, all right? So, out of all the celebrities that I think are mixed in, stuff that they shouldn't be mixed in and whatnot, he ain't one that come to mind. You know what I'm saying? Not even that, like, and I'm not even, like, trying to favoritism or nothing like that. Like, on some real shit, like, you can tell this dude is righteous. Like, with, for example, you look at the movies that he plays in, you know what I'm saying? And not even just that. Like, if you look at this movie, it has a wholesome feel to it, to an otherwise dangerous film, you know? And... Some people don't look for wholesomeness. They look for badassness. I'm going to save the world and save the kids or save the this or that badassly. And then that's it. But it's not wholesome. That's It's just badass, right? You know, um, then you got to look at people who they associate with. You got to look at all type of stuff, right? So, for one, this dude is, I think he's like 50 years old. But this dude's body is a goal for every black man. And I guarantee you that like, if you look at Michael Jai's body... This dude is what all of us should look damn near look like when we were his age. You know what I'm saying? If we're lucky enough to get his age, that dude's body is, like, toned and stuff. Like, if I ever got trained in martial arts, I, that's my teacher. Like, like, that dude literally knows real martial arts and stuff. You know what I mean? And, like, bro, I would learn from him legit. You know what I'm saying? Today, if he hit me up, like, hey, you say you want to learn. Hell yeah, nigga, I'm coming, nigga. Where we at? Where we, at? Where we, what, what, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? Shit, I, hey, I'm going to go in there like Kenichi and come out like Kenichi. Hey, you talking about <laughs> So, um, like I said, anyway, oh, and it also stars Gary Owen, okay? That dude is funny as hell. Like, out of all the white dudes, that's funny as hell. You can tell Gary is one of those people that actually give a damn about the black community. You can tell he does. And not just because he's married to a black woman. Um, it's because, like, how like how he speaks about things, how he speaks to you, and stuff like that. Like, he really don't see himself too much different from you, you know what I'm saying? And he, he, he closely associates himself with you from the way he acts is everything too because in this movie i'm telling you this dude damn near acting black <laughs> they almost had reverse roles if you want to if you want to put it that way but <laughs> like i said we, we're gonna we're gonna roll this and we're gonna come back and i'm gonna tell you in de- in detail spoilers okay let me tell you in detail what's up with this uh with this movie it's number six in the u.s today on netflix <sighs> now listen you guys i know that we canceling netflix for their little pedo shit and everything like that, but shit, I still pay for it right now, and I gotta get my days out, and plus, let's be honest, y'all not gonna cancel Netflix, it's not like another streaming service gonna become relevant in this time, and y'all gonna go to that one more, and then, you know, no, it's not, it's not, it's not really gonna help, to be honest, but what you can be mindful about is that, you know, while Netflix may, you know, have, you know, overlooked the cuties fucking, um, show, and, you know, had bad looks when it comes to that, that, we need another service. We need another black-owned service. And we don't need no bullshit black-ass service either. Like, we don't need no fucking stereotypical black shows and movies and shit about the hood, nigga. We don't, that's not what the fuck I'm talking about. So until we get that, bro, y'all already know we, we, we tuning into Netflix and Hulu and them. That's just really what it is. We, we ain't got nothing. So if I'm going to do my movie and show reviews, it's going to have to be on uh, off something. And I don't watch cable. But let's get that started. <laughs> I hit all the fine points of this movie so you guys understand exactly what happened in this movie. Also, I want to say this. So, I said his his uh, body is like gold that we should be when we're like 50. But if you look back from 
from age like six until to fifty. This dude's body has been built from a from a time, you know what I'm saying? And and it reached those heights even at twenty something, you see what I'm saying? So shit, for dudes that look like dad bods at twenty, y'all niggas ain't doing a lot. And crazy enough, when we was growing up, we never wanted to have a dad bod, but shit, just like white people, we get dad bods too. You see what I'm saying? And we just, you know, you know how it go. You don't really want to do shit like that. You know, you feel like bills are more prevalent, not your body. Or especially if you got a girlfriend already or a wife already and she don't mind it, you're not going to take care of your body. So, like I said, you know, that's one thing about it. So, anyways, this movie, okay? Welcome to Sudden Death. When we basically first came into it, all you really seen was your boy, uh, Michael Jai White, okay? He's being tortured. You can tell he's a soldier and everything, and they underestimated him. One thing about, about Michael Jai White is, from all his films, is you you should never underestimate him. And I feel like they low-key underestimate him because he's a black man. You see what I'm saying? Like, they, they love doing that. You know what I mean? And, yeah, you can say it's a film and everything, but the dudes have the same look in this film. Like, they're just not expecting this shit. You know what I mean? It ain't like certain badass characters like The Rock who you expect some badassness or some shit or, like, Jason Statham or something. You know, because ain't nobody finna, like, ain't nobody finna, like, Take them niggas light. You know what I'm saying? The Rock and Jason, Jason Statham. You know what I mean? Maybe they ooze it. Or maybe they had too many fucking badass films or some shit. You know what I mean? But see, they just... Like, I ain't gonna lie. Put Michael Jai White in the room with The Rock, Jason Statham and all them. And I guarantee you he come out on top. I guarantee you he come out on top. Hey, put money. I put money on it. Okay. <laughs> but anyways... It's three dudes. He quickly dispatches all three of them dudes from, like, like the cleaning shit. And it's funny. Like, whenever he fights, bro, this dude, know, you know this nigga gonna win. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, because it's like, the way he fights is so lit. Like, like, okay, from the beginning, you could definitely tell he was taking his time. Like, this dude was one of those dudes that was like, um, he'll let you hit uh, swing first type shit. Because he that... He's not that fast. He is that precise and fast with his punches and where it's going and everything. That he not worried about if you punch it first. Because most likely you're going to miss him. And he's going to use your, your uh, you know, your momentum against you. Or something like that. Like that, bro. This dude is, bro, this dude is badass. Like I told you. Like, uh, what's that other dude? Uh, Boyka. I forgot what his name is. Uh, Nicholas something or Nick, Nick something or something like that. Bro, I, like they already fought before in the movie in Michael Jai won. So, <laughs> like I said, my boy is going to be, my boy at the top. But anyways, um, he was having a flashback, you know, and he woke up basically PTSD like hell, damn near about to punch his daughter. <laughs> damn near about to punch his daughter. He's like, hey, knock first because I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Like, straight up, like, you know, and you know. Soldiers, yo, you just you can't sneak up on a on a fucking soldier. Like you, you just don't do that. You know what I mean? And even if you they kid, you know what I'm saying? Knock first, especially if you know, but you know, his his daughter is ten. You know, um his son looks to be eleven or twelve. You know, because he a little asshole, man cap. His son's a little asshole, and this dude is happily married. So first of all, I wanna give this another reason why I said this movie and this man is righteous. He chose a black woman. A brown skinned black woman and a brown skinned black son and daughter to be his family. He did not do that inclusion bullshit where he had a white person or Japanese person as his wife and then had mixed kids or some shit or light skinned kids or, or, or light skinned wife because that's what all y'all do and y'all say y'all not racist but y'all never have brown skinned women with brown skinned guys like that's the most common shit we have in our in our in our culture but y'all not even enforcing that in y'all shows y'all are forcing us to be to try to date more out outside our race not knowing that our women don't even like that shit to be honest, you don't have to be racist to not say that you want to date outside your women. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, that's that's you because when everybody else do it, it's cool to stay custom. But when we want to stay in our race, they want to call us reverse. We're like, didn't y'all fight for this, huh? I thought y'all were fighting for the, for, the, for the ability to have white little daughters and shit. No, that was Martin Luther King. Not me, nigga. Fuck you mean. So, uh, <coughs> like I said, like, I like my black woman per se, you know, and the black kids, they don't have to be light or dark, it don't matter if they're light or dark, to be honest, because that's, that's still black, but when you purposely put more lighter characters, or more lighter skin um, characters to represent that this character is beautiful because of her light skinness, you know what I'm saying, or more wanted, or more more uh, prized because of her light skinness, like they did, trust me, I'm gonna point it out later on in the, vi- in the film, where you can see a prevalent example of it, 
But um, when you put that in most of your movies on fucking Netflix, I understand the agenda and I can read it clear as day. Like I said, go listen to They Shade Now Shine on Evo Podcast. Um, that's 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 one of my episodes. Go read down and you're going to hear I went on a complete rant and I exposed these niggas about all like about the non black love that they have on Netflix. And if they have any black love on Netflix, they like to um, they like to um, have old shows like no new shows with, with straight black love. Like, no old shows, like, 90s fucking shows and shit, you know, it's like, damn, that's how y'all feel? We gotta have 90s shows on that motherfucker? Okay, but anyways, we need our own shit. Anyways, like I said, so after this point, you know, um, it looks like he started his new job today, and he's reassuring his wife that he's gonna be okay, and you can tell that she really loves him. One thing about it, black ladies, one thing about it, black ladies, you need to stay with your black man. It reinforced that man, you know what I'm saying? Help him be the best version of him that he can possibly be. This dude right here went through hell, and regardless of whatever they went through, you know, um, in in and in, in their marriage, because this dude is a like I said, this dude is a is a is a fucking um a military badass. So if his kids is like 11, 12, and everything like that, then he had to have kids and leave for a certain while in order to still have prevalent PTSD. Like, otherwise, his PTSD would be 10, 12 years in the making. You know what I'm saying? Still there. And I don't know if she would tolerate that shit all fucking years of, you know what I mean? Like, so, I believe he came back, sort of shit. You know? Um, and also, it's, it's implied because when you meet the son, the son is disrespectful as hell. And like I said, like, this little asshole, I, don't, I ain't gonna cap. He, that's my nigga in the, in the end of the movie. But right now, I don't like that little nigga. Like, because I can't stand when little black boys are uh, disrespectful. Especially to their fathers. You see what I'm saying? Like me, I had a dad that didn't tolerate disrespectfulness. So I did. I was never disrespectful. You see what I'm saying? But I feel like when a black man is trying hard as hell, then that little motherfucker, and I'm going to call him exactly where the hell you are at that time. Because you you you, you're you not thinking. You think the world owes you something at that age. You know what I'm saying? This dude has a good house. First of all, you're not living in the hood. You have a good ass house. Your dad looked like, you know what I'm saying? Look like he... Well, your first of all, your dad came back from the fucking army. He came back. And then he's with your mom. You know what I'm saying, bro? You have you know how many problems you don't have? And you over there being a little asshole about it? Man, you got your phone. You know what I'm saying? You got a little all the type of shit. You know, you got a little damn bun hairstyle and shit. And it's like, little nigga, you annoying as hell. And you, and you picking on your little sister at the same time, bro. Like, you the oldest. Like, you shouldn't be picking on your little sister, bro. Like, fuck what they showed you on cartoons, bro. You older brothers are protectors. Literally. So chill out with that, you know? But it's just like, like I said, so he's entitled as fuck. And it's probably because of how he grew up. You know what I mean? And his dad, you could tell his dad is not the type to... You could tell his dad ain't corporal punishment ass nigga. He, he, he... The, uh, Michael, Michael J. White, he's literally the nigga that, that's literally like... You know, well, we'll talk about this sort of thing. You know what I mean? And, and that's that's real black love. Because you ain't got to hit kids or nothing, you know? You ain't got to do all that stuff, you know? But shit, it, it seems that he wasn't here that long. And this guy wants Superman to be his dad. I mean, he little he know he got that. <laughs> little do he know he got that. But still, like, he wants, you know, he wants a lot right now. This dude has expectations that, that his world should be apparently like social fucking media or something. Because... When it was was revealed that they had tickets to go see the game, you know, he had them VIP tickets. This nigga didn't, wasn't even happy about the ticket's location. For real, this is so lame. We ain't even on the front. Shut your little ass up. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Michael Jai White, you're good for that. You're good for that. Because I guarantee you, if I heard this nigga say, it's so lame, we're not even in the front. Oh, I'm driving you back home. I'm driving you back home, motherfucker. You ungrateful little motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? So I was just, boy, oof, oof, oof. Like I said, see, and y'all, you see, this is the, I literally asked myself a minute ago, okay? I asked myself a minute ago, and I was, because I was thinking about this episode right when I was watching the movie, and I was like, yo, I'm a little hard on, on, on these kids a little bit. They just kids. They just, they just kids, you know? But this is the, the difference between critical thinking and coddling. I've met 10, 11, 12-year-olds, and I've seen 10, 11, 12-year-olds that are so fucking smart at critical thinking that they're not coddled. Only when your kid is coddled is your kid stupid. Now, I'm not going to cap to you, and I, and, I don't, and I don't mean your kid is stupid, but I mean ignorant to the circumstances that they are truly in. Okay? So, for example, 
you can tell on this story, the main character, um, you can tell that he basically, um, he doesn't, you know, he coddles his kids because he's seen the real terrorists and shit. You know what I'm saying? So they shouldn't grow up like that. And I, and I agree, they shouldn't grow up like that, you know? But critical thinking is necessary, is needed. Like, you can't give them a piece of critical um, information and just have it just be that. And I'm going to explain that as we go into deep more. I'm going to bring it back up so you can understand what I mean. Okay? Now, like I said, so fast forward. You know, um, they're in they're in the um, the arena. And he tells them again. The stadium, I mean. And he tells them again, yo, don't take off these VIP passes. Don't talk to strangers. And, you know, just watch the game. You know, I'll I see y'all later and stuff, you know. And the sun being a little dick again, like I said, you know. Um, and it's, it's interesting because the mayor pulls up, okay? So, the mayor and her rapper boyfriend pulls up. Or is that the governor? I'm not gonna lie. I think the, the woman is the governor. It's just, it's a light-skinned, thick-ass, fine-ass... Okay, look. Alright, look. <laughs> it's this light-skinned, thick-ass, fine-ass... Uh, I think she the governor and she had the rapper boyfriend. Because there's a there was a scene later on in it, and the boyfriend just said something, and he wasn't talking to her, and then he implied mayor. And I was like, wait a minute, huh? But I thought... So let's just say she's the governor right now, because, you know, she got the money and stuff, and she got the power and everything, but I feel like she's the governor, and I believe the other person was the mayor. It's like another... It's like a white lady with them, and I think she's the mayor. If that's not the case, then I believe it is the... Uh, the um, light-skinned chick that's the mayor instead. But who the hell is the white chick? Is she, like, the secretary or is she, like, something else? I don't know. Like, let's just keep going, though. But let's, let's, this this black woman has a position of power. She's with this light-skinned, this other light-skinned um, rapper dude that's just annoying as hell. I'm not gonna lie. The more you see niggas just be rappers and shit, it's just so annoying. Ain't on cap. Like, it's so annoying. Like, niggas in they sideways T.I. hat. You know, and they got them multiple chains. And see, I even got multiple chains. But see, I don't flex my multiple chains like they got their multiple chains. They are so fucking... Dis- Ugh. Sometimes they so damn disgusting to look at. It's like, nigga, you just... Ooh, stupidity. And I believe that's what they were going for in this shit. Because this nigga's the idiot. But anyways, we see the boss. And we see your boy Gary Owen come in. And Gary Owen already comes in like funny as hell, you know, just, it literally calls him shirt, like, small t-shirt type shit, because, like, <laughs> the shirt that Gary Owen is wearing is, like, more, like, kind of falling off of him, you know what I'm saying, not falling off of him, it fits him, but it's just not tight around him, whereas Michael Jai's shirt is tight around him, but that's only because of the body, I told you, the body, they probably had the same size shirt, in the same height, but Michael Jai White so damn built that he looked small in that shirt. You see what I'm saying? And Gary Owen has dad bod, you know? So it's like, that shit don't hug him at all. Like, it look like a, a empty um, Kool-Aid pack, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, upside down uh, Kool-Aid man. That's probably his stomach. Like, like you know, like... <laughs> but I fuck with Gary Owen, like, strongly, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But he's just hilarious as fuck, and he has wholesome content, okay? But anyway, like I said, so let's go. He gives them their uh, VIP pass, tells them not to take the shit off, I told you, you know? And we also see that we have a security team come into the building and they're, they claim to be working on stuff. That's how they get past the, the initial guards, you know, with all the stuff that they had. They claim to be working on something. And they had so many dudes with them that this dumbass security guard was like, hey, man, I ain't going to cap. I don't know what y'all doing, but that, maybe two at the most could do that. Like, But it's like five, six y'all. Maybe seven or something. Like, why need all this fucking people? And let me see what's inside your case. You see what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, like, you do not doing his job. And I did security for a while. Like, you know, you're not really supposed to uh, inspect people's shit too much. Like, well, I guess it depends on what security you are. But you're not really supposed to do that too much, you know. And this nigga just let them fucking through. And they had all type of explosives and shit on their ass. And modified guns and shit. So it's just like, wow. But anyways, like I said, so... Um, we see, we move and we see the next, um, the next entrance, you know, and we see, he tells them, you know, don't go nowhere. Leaves them and goes to work. Okay. So he's still working. You know, he, he leaves them by themselves because y'all 11, 12 years old. At this point, y'all damn near teen. You can stay alone for, for, for three, four hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm still in the vicinity as well. So do your thing.
Facts. Evo Podcast will be back to vibe with you shortly. Stay tuned. Okay, that's who she is. So I had an issue where I didn't know who the light-skinned female was. Um, you know, and her rapper, rapper boyfriend. That is actually the owner of the team. Either or the stadium. Or both. Uh, yeah, I believe he's the owner of the team. Because she said he used to come to your arena a lot and watch it with her father. Watch uh, hockey with her father. Okay, so yeah. So, damn. I thought black folks had kind of a prevalent... Um, force in this movie per se, but she's you know the light skinned chick is just the owner of the team, and while the white dude and the white lady are the mayor and the governor. Yep, sound about right. Anyways, so look, <clears throat> they come in real quick, and you know they meet each other, the owner, you know, her boyfriend, the governor and the mayor, and you could tell that the boyfriend rapper doesn't like the governor. You know, and stuff like that. But he's funny as hell. I'm not gonna lie. He's funny as hell. All C characters are funny as hell. And when I say C characters, I will remember. I Look, I will tell you what I mean later on, okay? I don't like to spoil too much of the fucking plot in the beginning. But all I would say, all C characters, C as in letter C, are funny as hell. But anyway, let's go. So, on the next scene, we see a team that came in with the suspicious uh, briefcases and got through the fucking guards hella easy. We see them go to the survey area. We see them go... And they start uh, actually debriefing about what they're actually here to do. And it seems like they are actually the team that is sent to this, to this, or not the team that is sent. They are a team that's agenda is to actually do fuckery, okay? So they're a fuckery team. Those The, the fucking mysterious people that never should have got in. Ooh, boy, that's security guard. If he ain't dead, he lost his job. Anyways, <laughs> this is them. So basically, they're not their plans. And first thing, what they're going to do is find security guards and basically get their clothing and that's what they wound up doing they wound up getting security guards clothing from some security uh, guards and actually i think the rest of them they might have got uh from the lockers or so but anyways they go out and they infiltrate the area first thing we notice is that the black dude that is with them is the baddest probably he probably like the baddest dude on the on the, on the squad you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always... You see, I want my I want my people to understand. Y'all niggas got power. This nigga is being a funky, uh, flunky character when his, his, his fucking martial arts is probably was the best on the team. That shit's crazy. He ain't got the mind to be the boss, I guess, huh? Fucking characters. Mm. But what we see after that is the, basically the takedown of every single officer. Not officer, security guard. <laughs> let's, let's say what it is. Well, you can call them security officers too, but whatever. This is security guards. They ain't even got guns on believe. So that shit is crazy. See, this is why you need guns in areas and shit. Like, this is fucking retarded. They came in, look, no guards have guns. So how the fuck with y'all? I guess police supposed to be outside the arena, but well, good luck that did. <laughs> Either way, just, they don't have no guns. This is why you need to be uh, pro Second Amendment, you guys. Shit, because in areas where there's no guns, when one person brings one in, there's no protection against that one. So you need to have a couple. <laughs> That's just what it is. That's the answer to gun problem is guns, okay? It's not to, not to have no guns because somebody can literally come in with a knife or a sword or an axe and start cutting people to fuck up. Now, how they going to protect themselves with their bare hands? Do you got a sword? <laughs> like the fuck niggas can't be medieval in here like come on like so um and like we see the teamwork from gary owen and michael J. white you know whom he whom he calls t-shirt it is funny every time gary owen comes up it's literally with some funny shit so he makes the story better but just by taking the pressure off the situation you know and it, it, it's just funny as hell because he has all the funny scenes but when we go back to them um to the uh the mayor and whatnot we see that she's hanging at a top suite with the owner and the rapper boyfriend. Shortly, however, they get infiltrated, okay? They get slowly infiltrated by three people, an Asian, I mean, this Asian um, woman, I don't know her name, and these two white guys, and one of the white guys is actually the boss and leader. As soon as he gets in, he basically tells them that, hey, man, uh, so y'all didn't know this, but I'm basically finna rob the shit out y'all. And pulls out his gun and the the, the, the the rapper boyfriend. This is the C character I'm telling you about. C stands for coward. 
care look coward characters are funny as hell because you they act their truest way when under duress and you just see the fucking like like you just see like for example i'm not gonna lie to you and i ain't gonna spoil it but i'm gonna say this she ain't gonna never date the same again (laughs) she ain't gonna never date the same again like like (laughs) And this is another reason why I feel like we should strive to be like Michael J. White. Not that we need to go to the military and get super trained like, you know, like he did in the story or nothing. But in other ways, we should all be trained like that so we can protect our women better. Because I'm telling you, let's just say this. I ain't, I'm gonna, uh, one part I'm going to spoil, that's it. Let's just say towards the end, towards the end, she saw that she, I saw her looking at uh, Michael J. White's body and everything. Even though the dialogue wasn't of that nature. Them eyes looked, and I was like, bruh, she want this nigga. <laughs> but my boy married, black man don't cheat. Y'all know how I go. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, though, one thing that we're going to do, you know, um, we're going to keep going through it. Not because I don't like spoiling it for y'all, so I, I ain't spoiled too much. But either way, going back to it, now they're being held up. Okay, and he revealed that the uh, Asian lady that came with him is so smart that she she hacked. She had shit so fucking easily and so quick. She finna take all your money out your account. All she need is your routing and account information. Put it in there right now or else we shooting you. And it's like, damn. Because, like, I would say, nigga, I don't even know my routing account information by heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, put it up on your phone. Man. You know what I mean? Like, we all know where our account, account and the route information from if you deal with money on a regular, you know? Because you got to have those account information on hand. So... But when that happened, like I said, we basically seen, you know, the first steps of the rapper be bitched and shit. And this is interesting. I see the governor right here, right? But I think, oh, yeah, that's right. Governor got killed. I'm not going to lie. I forgot about it. I thought he left. He got killed, actually. Yeah. He got killed. That's right. I guess he tried to stand up and act like he was just a shit. Like, you know, that's a position, bro, right? That's like a title. Somebody gives you a title. You might have power with it when people uh, recognize the power associated with it. But when the people around you don't recognize the power that you have and you don't have nobody that recognizes the power that you have and stuff like that, then that's only a title. So it's not a badge. It's not armor. It's not nothing. Like, he's not super fucking governor. You know what I'm saying? And he low-key had put his hands on his waist like he was. Like, they supposed to be scared of his ass and they shot that nigga. And I'm just like, Wow idiot <laughs> but um going back into it we see you know um them go back to the floor and they're still watching the game the little boy and girl and the brother like i said he's being a fucking asshole and stuff and you know he basically just tells the, the sister she can go you know use the bathroom by herself now i'm not gonna lie we've all been guilty of doing this shit before i'm not gonna lie we have we have been guilty because that's supposed to get on our nerves and shit and we understand that but in this situation in a big ass place he should have went with her but he's an asshole. Remember that. He's an asshole. He got a little fucking chip on his shoulder for no fucking reason just to have one. Drop his ass off the hood. That nigga be happy to go home. Anyways, the little girl goes to uh to try to find the bathroom. When she does go to the bathroom, she sees the two infiltrated, the two, uh well, two security guards getting their ass beat by two infiltrated uh guards and shit. And her ass literally sits there and watches this shit. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I mean while when I say... I'm a little harsh on these kids, but I'm but it's like warranted harshness because the critical thinking is not there. This girl seen motherfuckers getting their ass beat and stood there. I don't give a fuck if you 10 or 11. Stop acting so fucking innocent. You see what I'm saying? Like, you need to tell your kids if they seen motherfuckers get their ass beat by grown ass motherfuckers, run, motherfucker. Get the fuck up out of there. Because I know if it was a little white girl, white girl would have took the fuck off. You see what I'm saying? Like, come on, don't be dumb. Like, that's what I mean when I say certain kids are smart as hell. Because I'm telling you, yo, my, look, look, my niece is 11. I believe she like 11, 12 now, okay? If my niece went somewhere and seen them fighting, seen some folk fighting that she didn't know, and it was, you know, supposed to be, she would have ran up out of there and told us. You know what I'm saying? Told somebody anything. You know what I'm saying? She she want to stand there and look at it and something. And that's what I mean when I say y'all don't coddle your kids. Don't have them be like, huh? What's going on? Why are you? Why are y'all fighting? Look, I don't give a fuck. Why they fighting? You shouldn't be there. So basically, she got kidnapped. Exactly, she got kidnapped. That's where them critical thinking skills. And see, 
my problem with her role in this, because like I said, I love the little queen that's in this. Don't get me wrong, but I hate her lines and I hate her 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 uh, uh, her behavior. You see what I'm saying? Because this little girl was sassy in the entire time because she knew who her dad was, which is cool. You can know who your dad is, no motherfucking get that ass whooped. But in a real life situation, you're a black woman, first of all. When it comes to the totem pole or how much they care about you, you probably the lowest. And that's as that's as a as a that's that's me as a black man acknowledging how they treat us and how they treat you. You see what I'm saying? So if you're very if you're the most unprotected, you know what I'm saying, then I understand as a kid you don't understand that. But if you do teach kids that, you know, if you teach kids where they are, how society looks at them at a certain age and when they're mine, because here's the thing, eleven year old girl is damn near about to go to puberty. You know what I'm saying? Damn near about to go down. You know what I'm saying? Her mind about to mature. She can understand things. You see what I'm saying? So, but if you don't tell them shit, if they don't see examples of stuff, if they don't see this and that, then, you know, and what you don't want to do, and this is the reason why they cut, the reason why people cut, coddle their kids, I mean kids, okay? The reason why people coddle their kids is because they don't want them to grow up based off thinking of the wrong mindset. For example, let me give you, let me give you an example. If I was in the hood right now, and we seen another police shooting, and it was a little kid around. And somebody said, fuck the police. They only going to kill us and this and that and that. That kid could be a so simplistic kid to where he literally thinks that in his head and he lives that. Literally fuck the police and they only, you know what I'm saying? So that's that would be his mentality from, from, from the start. You know, if a kid hears shit a lot, if they hear it one time and it imprints, that's what happens. That's, so that's why you got to watch what you say around kids. You know what I'm saying? But you got to do wakening up in stages. You see what I'm saying? So you can't just decide to drop a bomb on them when you ain't told them no other true shit yet. You know what I mean? They got to hear the true shit and you got to let them know from a young age. Like, so, um, for example, at 10 or 11, 12, I knew not to talk to strangers. I knew not to go more, uh, places by myself. I knew all type of shit that I was not supposed to do in my critical thinking was to stay the fuck away from folks. I even remember telling my mama, I can't give you my address, mama, because daddy don't want me to. And I didn't. You fucking mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I think I was in, like, second, first, second, third grade, and you know what I'm saying? So you have to understand, critical thinking comes from the parents' ability to put that into their kids and stuff, and, and seeing that kids are going missing and, 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 and being trafficked and all type of stuff like that. These days, for real life, and, you know, for real, in real life, yo, we need critical thinking for kids and stuff. They need to know not to go to that fucking van. They need to know not to want no candy. Go ask your mama for it. They need to know if that motherfucker chasing you, run and shit. Call call your parent on the way. Tell them to be outside with the blanket and shoot that nigga or some shit. You know, well, they're not answering that because you never know what the fuck it is. But either way, you get what I'm saying. So, like I said, she gets kidnapped. And that shit irritates the shit out of me. But anyways, so she get kidnapped. And, you know, um, we see that her boyfriend is more and more of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, basically that he's a beta. <laughs> he's just funny as fuck because... The brother don't want to die. It's just he just reveal his character like hell. He just like he don't he don't give a fuck. So another thing that we see is you know um you know they just taking out more and more guards and stuff. And what's interesting is Michael J. White comes back to check on his kids and see one of them missing. He's like yo, little boy, my son, where is my daughter? And this nigga like I don't know. She went to the bathroom. Nigga said nigga, you didn't go with her and it's. In this crowded ass fucking place, you didn't think to go with her? Ugh, I don't know. That's in a way. That's kind of how he explained to me. It was kind of what he said. And I swear to God, if you want folks listening or something like that, at least a little pop to the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? To, to quick, to, uh, to quick start that nigga thinking because apparently he ain't using it. You know what I'm saying? Just quick. You know what I'm saying? Look quick. One time, you know. I don't know. You know, like I said, you don't need to hit him too much, but shit, maybe like a quick start to do engine real quick, you know what I'm saying, he'd be hit upside the head one at a time, cause you know, some motherfucker anyway, he he he, he a limb he like 12, 13-ish 12-ish, probably 12, 13-ish in fact, he a little 13-year-old if he a 13, shit he like little 13 but he like 12, 13-ish so, either way, he older than her so, this is, I told you, this is where critical thinking come in, he don't have no critical thinking so he let her go to the bathroom by himself he don't have critical thinking, so he thinks this about his dad and stuff. He's ungrateful about his dad when he don't realize he could not have one. Or he could be in a whole different situation. So this is why it's so important to under to tell your kids to literally to, to equate the sort of knowledge that you have as an adult to them at an early age, even before 10 years old. Okay? So they can be a better version of you. Now you can keep them having their having their uh their childhood, but they need to have a mindset that flips over to shit that I need to do 
uh, and I need to think like under these certain situations, and they don't have it. But let's see. Um, on the next phase, basically, we see that uh, he's looking for his daughter, and he looks, you know, he picks it up, and he actually catches the trail. But one thing they find out is that she has a VIP badge, and the VIP badges all have tracking, so you probably can't go home with them. <laughs> they probably gonna be after they shit. You gonna have to return it probably. But they all have VIP tracking on their stuff, you know, and that's the reason he told them not to. So he basically catches up to one dude and actually has to like damn near beat that dude ass because bro comes after him. Turns out he can't even fire the gun. So bro think bro think that he's just gonna you know do something to him. He's just a regular security guard and stuff. Cause I ain't gonna lie, like that's a lot to do as a security guard. You know, as a security guard, you have a certain level of care. That you care about your job. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. As a security guard, you don't really care about your job. Because they tell you. They tell you, you're not getting paid that much. For one. And they also tell you that, um, you know, if situations happen, that you're probably going to be the first one to die. Like these people was. So when you wonder why I don't do security anymore. You don't even have to really ask me. Just look at this shit. Motherfuckers die for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like the fuck? Like hell no. <laughs> fuck up out of here. I, they ain't even had no gun on them. Fuck. Uh-uh. So, look. So, anyway, bro get his ass whooped because, again, you can't fuck with my Jack White. <laughs> bro literally ends up on the fucking pole and damn neck fucked up. And then the next scene, you see Gary Owen, like, sipping sipping some juice or some shit. Uh, and he almost get hit, but sipping some juice, like, damn, that dude's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And you can tell it's Gary. You can tell intention. Fighters can tell intention. People can tell intention. You know what I'm saying? So what intention was, you already know Gary not with these folks. He's just like, damn, bro, I seen a lot of new ass folks. Like, who the fuck is him? Yeah, like, what? Like, yeah, man, I don't know where them folk came from. He's just like, okay, so it's just me and you with this. He like, we gonna have to, we gonna have to go, we gonna have to see it. And he's just like, hell to the fucking no, nigga. I'm a janitor, nigga. The fuck, nigga. Y'all are like y'all security, nigga. I'm the janitor. <laughs> so, so basically, look, look, look. This is this is very interesting. Because the black girl tries to run away, you know what I'm saying, from the black. And it's crazy. The black dude is one of the one. See, I don't feel like, even though this is a plot, and I know we can't we can't ever be disconnected as as a people. But I, I don't feel like black men need to take anybody hostage. That's just an oxy-fucking-moron. You know what I'm saying? Or or I wouldn't say it's oxymoron. I think that's, I, I feel like I used the wrong thing there. Maybe I used the right thing, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's ironic. That you would try to take somebody hostage or, or or against their own will. Like, nigga, do you lack knowledge of self, nigga? Why would you ever try to take anybody against their own will? Nigga, look at what's been done to you so far. Like, don't be the same motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, in this same sense, this dude's working for a white guy. And you, you, you dragging a black little girl upstairs and shit. Like, you finna come meet my boss type shit. You, I ain't gonna lie. My mouth would have been on that before I killed him, obviously. Because if you take my daughter, you're going to die. But before I killed that nigga, I would have junk. I wouldn't say junk, but I would have, like, my mouth would have been so bad. I would have said, you motherfucking. But I would have, ooh, we, that nigga would have been hearing the worst words about himself before he died. <laughs> first of all. Because you're going to die regardless, nigga. That's it. Nigga, you took my daughter. First of all, you ain't supposed to touch my daughter. The fact is, nigga, you took my daughter, nigga. If you call her name, nigga, and you just, you know, kidnap, nigga, for, for a worse gold, nigga. Oh, you dead. You dead, bro. This is what it is, you know. But I feel like you shouldn't do it, you know. And um, they had a situation where, um, you know, he was, uh, the, the main dude was literally about to kill some more people and stuff. And, you know, he was just trying to make sure that all the money or the money started being initiated to being swindled by these fucking people. And it looked like it started to go, but it was pretty slow. I mean, she must, her money must be long. Shit, <laughs> yeah, girl, money must be long. And plus, did she get her money back? She probably had to call her bank like, hey, y'all, y'all seen that money? Uh-uh, fraud. <laughs> fraud? It ain't me. <laughs> Give me my money back. <laughs> Shit. But anyway, we're going back into it, right? And we see that these motherfuckers have actually... Um, it looked like they have actually started to plant bombs, okay? They plant bombs all around the exits of the facilities, okay? The, and, and in the meantime, where well, they actually start to go look for these bombs, and Gary, Gary tells him, hell nah, you ain't finna be disarming these bombs, because I don't know how to do that shit. Um, the little, his little girl actually runs from, you know, her captor. 
only to be found, though. So it was some bullshit, you know. She needs to get her hide and seek skills up so you can tell her brother ain't playing with her well. Cause, or she might not have that many friends because your hide and seek skills suck. I'm not going to cat. If you a little child, yo, I ain't going to lie. I've seen children be so motherfucking missing on the regular spot, nigga. Nigga, hide and seek skills on go. Nigga, straight the fuck up. So it's just like, yo, she need her skills up. I swear, man. Damn. Just all these inadequacies right now. But anyway, they came up to this black female, right? I believe she's a fighter, okay? Because I seen an image on Google of her with Michael J. White, and it looked like she was in gear. So then she had a nice-ass smile on her, a little black female and stuff. She basically started trying to trying to uh, fight your boy and stuff, and she got some stuff off on him and stuff. But, you know, and she wound up kicking Gary in the face, too. Shit was funny. But... My boy wound up, you know, taking her down and stuff. And he wasn't going to kill her because, again, see, this is where you know he, he he a lit person. And, you know, just just the ethics behind the movie. He wasn't even going to try to kill her and stuff, man. But she killed her fucking self. I was like, damn. You wanted to go out like that? <laughs> damn. Like that? <laughs> okay. So, look. We have damn near half the movie left. Alright, um, I'm actually going to extend this two more minutes before I have one more break and before we come back with the rest of it, you know, uh, on the last segment, okay? And like I said, I recommend this movie. I really like it. It's a family uh, classic and, well, I want to say classic, it's a family favorite, to be honest. It's like, you can you can sense the, the warmness behind, like, the intentions behind this guy as he acting, you know? So, uh, going to a little more of it, though, before I, you know, go, I go to a commercial, um, basically we see your boy had experience or not had, has experienced disarming bombs. So he's the one going around to most of the exits and stuff. And we see him going around to a lot of the exits and looking out on the floor plans and the blueprints, which is very important to know how to read blueprints or floor plans for your safety and others. Um, we see that he is doing that and he's finding all the bombs and stuff, you know, and he almost makes, um, in the next scene, the the um the guy who's actually uh his name is alpha the one who actually taking everybody hostage and everything the one who's the leader we see he almost makes the owner choose between killing the mayor or her boyfriend and i ain't gonna cap see <laughs> if it wasn't for me liking you know her care i mean um this dude's uh cowardly ass character because the way he says sometimes I would have said shoot that nigga, cause that nigga like, bro, if that's your girl, you should supposed to be able to die. I mean, you supposed to be willing to die for her. You know, you supposed to be willing to die for her. Like if that's your shawty like that, and it's a situation, bro. And then you do your thing, bro. You know what I mean? But you can see he ain't like that. He ain't like that, bro. Like fuck that shit, man. Bro said, you know how long it take to get to the top one hundred? Please, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, funny, bro. He's funny as hell. That nigga was not trying to die, bro. <laughs> but okay, so look. Um, he doesn't want him killing anybody because the, the transfer wanna going through, like I told you guys. You know what I'm saying? Wanna going through. But at first, it was, it was damn near stuck on zero, and he almost questioned the uh, old, old girl uh, abilities. Like, damn, you can't get her information or something? Fuck around with you. She's like, man, it ain't really going through. It's still on zero. It took a minute, you know. But when I actually started moving toward one and two, three, then he let her sit back down because, you know, the game was still going on. So they all they had to do was wait that out. You know, it wasn't going to be that quick. She don't got no little bank count, you know. So that's just really what that is. And then what we hear next is that uh, Michael Jawai actually makes contact over the over earpiece with Alpha. And they, they talk for a little minute. And apparently this sets off Alpha to be like, okay, yo, so we got somebody that's out here actually taking out folks and stuff like that. Yo, find them, you know, take them down type shit. So in the meantime, Michael Jai White goes to tell his son, don't fucking move again or you feel you feel how the back of my hand is on your throat, nigga. Like, he had his hand on the back of his uh, neck. <laughs> I bet that shit was got there. Hey, like, cause you know, when you really want to impart the how much you being serious, you have to apply a little pressure. Just a little pressure. Like, hey, nigga. I'm dead ass serious. Not one of those, don't go nowhere, you know, with your, with your little hands and shit. Like, niggas, like, huh? I don't understand that. And you gotta be like, nigga. Like, ah, damn, it's a little hurt. You know what I'm saying? Hurt a little bit. Nah, you know, yeah, don't go nowhere for real. I, I, for real. <laughs> That's how you get it, you know? So, but look, right now, I'm going to go to a quick, quick break and we're gonna come back with the rest of this stuff. But like I said, I like this movie, y'all.
You're listening to Evo Podcast. Okay, so welcome to the last segment of this movie review. Um, and I'm getting right directly into it. Because I know this might be a long episode from how I was talking about this movie. But, you know, hey, you guys like it. So anyway, so look, going back into it, we see your boy going around. Like I said, we see him going around and do a, a more disarming of these moms. Because it's like a lot of exits to an arena, you know. Like, it would take forever if they only had, like, two, three exits. Like, two, three, four exits. Like, hell no. That shit would take dumb forever to lead that shit. So, it's a lot of exits, you know? And they, they were very meticulous. They went around and installed them in each of the uh, the exits and stuff. And they were motion-wise. and that, Which is why I don't understand. Because he walked up to them very well. And, you know, <laughs> they did it. But it's whatever. Guess it ain't that type of motion. But, okay. So, he, he went through some, you know, they went through a whole montage of him going to all different ones and stuff. All right. And the next scene we actually have is the introduction of um the main character's daughter to Alpha because the bitch nigga brought him over there like he'll massive. Anyways, <laughs> um this man is waving a gun around the little girl face. And this is what I said. This is what I mean. Awareness, critical thinking, okay? I I alluded to this in the beginning. This girl was being so smart. So cocky attitude is with a person that had her life in the hand in their hands. All he had to do was shoot her like he shot the governor. He already took her fucking hostage. So in a real scenario, you can't be over there speaking motherfucking wild out your neck to a person that got a gun on you. In real life, they don't give a fuck about you, black woman. You see what I'm saying? Black girl, black woman, it's the same thing, especially to a white guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want to say that, like, in, in, you know, perpetuate racism when I say that. But on a big standing and stuff like that, when we say women are not protected, and, and who do you think they mean when they say who is protected and who is the one that is not? You know what I'm saying? That that is not is not 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 protecting. Who is the one that is um showing you that you're not protected? Other races. Other races are the one. When other races do things to black women, that's when they say they're not protected. When black men do things to black women, they say they're not protected. However, on a large part, if you if you imply history, who are they talking about? They're not talking about us. They only they only blame us for our inability to protect. You see what I'm saying? So in this scenario, again, you know what I'm saying? You only give a fuck about your own too much you see what i'm saying so for example if that's a little asian kid and the asian girl's in there she feels the type of way about the asian dying that's just what it is you see what i'm saying but apparently this nigga don't give a fuck about somebody putting you know what i'm saying a gun toward and you could say he had a little reservation in him because you know what i'm saying he had a little in him but it was like a tiny 10 percent, 15 percent shred you know but the rest of it was just full of bitch nigga literally just all full of bitch nigga just you know 15 percent uh regular man uh uh 85 percent bitch nigga Literally. So, that's just what he was made of. But like I said, she was just speaking so out of the neck to a person that had her life. And this man pointed the gun at her plenty of times. And it's like she walked in and didn't see the dead body. Do you see that dead body? That is not for show. What are you doing? Stop saying shit. Like, stop saying my dad don't want me to talk to nobody. And this and that. I understand your dad don't want you to talk to nobody. And that's the best thing you could have did. But then you went and you talked to him and gave all the fucking information out. Because my dad is security guard here. See, this is why he didn't want you to tell nobody that shit. You could have... That dude could have never associated y'all two together. But she opened her mouth. And made her... Made her basically the prime... The prime candidate of who I need to, to take hostage. Because this dude is coming after his child. So I need to keep her close. Now, the thing about that is... May, maybe that might have saved her life a little more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it did. But in a real life scenario, it's not going to save your life a little more. It's not. It's really going to put you in more danger. And the dad really should have been more pissed off at that than he was. But he's a dad. So he's just like, man, I, I'm glad I got you back right now. But I'm pretty sure they had a hell of a lot of talks. Um, So pretty much. A little advertisement on music. Okay. So pretty much after that, um, he needs to see how he can get everybody out, you know, out of the building Without causing a big, big panic, but get everybody out through through exits that don't have the bombs in them, you know, because they can't find one. 
So that's very, that's, that's bad. If you can't find the bomb, you need to know where these, these shit's at. For real. So, um, and it's interesting that people didn't leave through the exits before the game was over. They were really that into that game. <laughs> but, um, he basically goes to the Jumbotron. Now, this is this big dude in there, you know, and he scares the shit out of him and stuff. And this big dude is annoying as hell and telling him, you know, he, he really agrees to help him out at first. Until the other two officers showed up that Alpha um, told to go find him. And when they first came, I mean, when they came in, they shot the Jumbo Tron dude. That's a wrap. Jumbo Tron dude is dead, okay? Michael Jai White got the hell on, though. He was that skill, got the hell on for a quick second. But he was looking for his daughter left and right and stuff. And lastly, he found his old boss. And he was like, oh, my bad, boss, my bad, boss. You know, my bad. I ain't know it was you. Don't fire me. You know, but yeah, man, they got my daughter and stuff, man. And shit going on. This shit is crazy in here. And... Boss was like, oh, yeah, 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 I seen, man. I thought I thought you had might have got took down with the rest of them, man. This and that and that, you know. Turns out boss ass is actually a whole-ass nigga and tried to put the, pull the gun on him and shit. And it, you know what was funny as hell? Again, I told you people always underestimate this nigga. Michael Jai White snatched the gun away from him and had it in his direction in .1 second. Like, it was so fucking fast. It was a double-hand snatch, and it was automatically back in the other direction. I was like, how the fuck he do that? Like, when he did that shit, I was like, ooh, let me see. And I was physically doing it with the air in front of me just to try to be like, <clears throat> I was like, ooh, I don't know if that shit work, nigga. You know what I'm saying? In real life, like, is that a real thing? <laughs> That's a real thing. <laughs> is that a real thing? Shit. You know, but that was like the, that was, a, you know how when, when uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan was trying to teach each other how to take the guns and shit and stuff like that? No, it was a way better the way he did it. It was so fast. Way faster than that. You know, it might be a little more dangerous, too, because the motherfucker could just press that trigger on your ass. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that was just purely movie-wise. Who knows? Because they had to modify a gun anyways. But anyways, Michael Jai White took the gun from him, tried to shoot him with the shit. Turns out, up, oh, don't work. He said, oh, well, okay. Bro was like, up, oh, ha, you will never win. Yeah, the gun don't work. Bro, bro sit there, and he just said, well, I'm just going to have to hit you now. Uh-oh. Nigga got the Michael Jod white ass whooping smackdown, and then he's dead. <laughs> I'm talking about he hit that nigga with the last punch he hit that nigga with was one of them karate punches where you literally like use all your force type shit and just in a, a fluid ass motion. And he just he hit that nigga in the, in the so fucking hard that I don't know if he died from the hit or the fact that nigga had hit the concrete. Just, just I don't know. It was one of them though for sure, you know. Um, and the next scene, like I said, we see, um, them pulling up the, the records of her dad, okay? Um, and, oh yeah, by the way, his name is, uh, Jesse Freeman, okay? I know in the beginning, I didn't say that. I'm gonna go back in the beginning, I'm gonna add it to, you know, I'm gonna be like, hey guys, his name is Jesse Freeman, uh, Jesse, uh, <laughs> I said freedom, <laughs> Jesse Freeman. I'm gonna say that in the beginning, I'm just gonna add it to the beginning just because, like, I was calling him this guy the whole fucking time. So y'all gonna know, when you hear this, you gonna hear it in the beginning. So don't worry about it. But anyways, they pull up all the records and they find out he's a badass. So he's like, oh shit, this dude did everything. You know, and then she was like, ha, I told you he fine. And she, he was like, ah, right, whatever. <laughs> he ain't shit. You just said he was fine, but you, apparently he ain't shit, huh? Because my people are better. Okay, sure. That's probably why you're wetting your pants a little bit and just walking back and forth. But okay, cool. In the next scene, he, he uh, tells his son again, like, hey, yo. Anybody come try to get you, bro, don't move. And then besides that, don't move up out the seat for real, for real, bro. I ain't found it yet, but look, bro, this series. And the son telepathically gets it. He actually believe he actually gets it at that time because he realizing, damn, bro, my little sister ain't been here this whole game. And my dad don't came back once and shit, and you know, she might be slick missing. Oh shit, that's like my mom. Kids know when shit they slick, slick they fault. And it's not his fault per se, but you let her go to the bathroom by herself, my nigga. It should have been both of y'all taking hostage, if anything. Then you would have been protecting your sister all the way through. But instead, it's only you. Watching the game. At least you know how the full game went, huh? <laughs> but anyway, so look. So he leaves, you know. Um, we go back up there um, to the to the scene. And we see that the transfer is actually going pretty good right now. I think it's like at 50, 60%, you know, give or take. You know, and um, one thing that we see actually happen is that he has people coming after him. So he sees people in the same uniform as him, but obviously not the same type of people coming after him. So does the son. Next scene, we see him running. And he actually loses them in the player's locker room. Now, what was funny is he Scooby-Doo with them. 
he had uh he, he split him up because here's the thing guys like that you gotta split up they all got guns you ain't got no gun at all and you can't even figure out how to use that gun so you need to find out how to you know how to win in this scenario and one of the ways how you win in every scenario is you gotta split up the targets and he went he went to the left room while they went into the room ahead and one went all the way to the back Soon as one was in the back, he came out the room and dismantled one. Boop, 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 boop. Hit the other one. The other one came out in that mirror time, so it was just two on one. Michael Jai White can handle two on one scenarios a lot better, you know what I'm saying, um, than most people. Okay? Like, like a lot better than most people. You know, and what he did, like I said, he did that, you know, um, he handled the second dude, and it was literally, I'm talking about, he, he kicked that dude on top of the shelf. That was a great kick. First of all, you need so much flexibility to do that. But then it was bitch nigga versus Michael Jai White. I'm telling you, like, black dude, bitch nigga versus um, honorable black dude. Real nigga. And you know the, you know the conclusion. But I'm not going to say that he didn't, he didn't almost have a, a hard time, per se, against, bro. Now, I wouldn't say he had a hard time, but it was like a medium time. Like, everybody else gave him lightweight problems, and bro gave him medium problems. That's really what it was. You know, it's medium problems. Like, they still ain't fucking with my boy. You know, so... Uh, like I said, after this, you know, we found out he actually questions him real quick to, you know, to find out where, you know, where Alpha is. And he he reveals to him, he snitches and say, oh, no, he on, he on the pin floor. Nigga, I would have been breaking his back. Like, nigga, ain't you the nigga that took my daughter, nigga? Bitch, ass, nigga. Boy, boy, that nigga wouldn't have been able to walk right before he did. He <laughs> was like, damn, you really want to work on that nigga. Straight up. Straight up. I'm talking, I'm, I'm going to break a bone for every time that you pulled my daughter from away from me, motherfucker. Like, oh, straight up. Like, I'm a straight vengeance when it comes to that. <laughs> but, um, so, like I said, he finds out where. And the next scene, he's really patching himself up because he don't fought so many damn people right now. He's kind of a little bloody and stuff. And he's tired. And, you know, he's talking to Gary. And Gary over there like, yo, bro, you're going to need this stuff, man. Like, because, you know, there's no way you can go up there and not be you know, fucked up by them. They gonna expect you if you come through that way. So, my boy devises a plan of how he gonna do it. Now, in the next scene, we see, you know, he's telling, you know, the um the owner that, hey, at least, you know, I showed you your boyfriend a hoe. <laughs> you know, and, you know, it could be worse, you know. And the little girl is still over there in the corner and everything, and he actually reveals that he gave her his own, I mean, he gave the owner his own personal, I mean, his his own, her own personal little bomb, okay? He gave her his own little person, I mean, her own little person bomb and stuff, and she's scared as hell. She believes, oh my God, we all finna die up in here. Because, you know, at that point, you don't expect one nigga finna be just, you know, terminated to all these folks, but it's whatever. Now, in the very, very next scene, we see that Gary finds, Gary finds the last bomb, and he's just like, fuck, damn, and it is so fucking funny, because, you know, he had everybody, everybody, um, reaction to that shit, like, oh my god, no, where's this nigga at, I do this shit, no, fuck, 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 and he literally had to go try to cut one of the wires, and when he cut one of the wires, it was the wrong wire, and he, the thing wound up almost going off. He luckily found a trash can and wound up putting it in there, and it blew up. You know what I'm saying? And it blew up, okay? Now, after it blew up, and this is very interesting, because after it blew up, it had smoke, okay? Right when it blew up, it had smoke, you know, come from the explosion. And, you know, there's alarms and stuff for smoke, so... It's a stadium. You know, you can't smoke in stadiums for a reason. Them shits are very particular. They'll go off. So after that, folks started seeing it smoke. And I was like, oh, shit, let's get up out of here. It's just fire or something. So everybody's up out of here. Um, and you see Michael John White comes in from the window. Okay? He comes in from the window. And he actually just has a shirt. He actually has a shirt gun in his hand. He shoots the Asian shorty with it. Foop, foop. And, you know, he just fights the other two, throw one dude off the uh, the little platform, and he's going after Alpha because Alpha decides, oh, shit, this is your daddy. I'm about to take you hostage. Again, see? He wouldn't have took nobody, per se, per se, at first, per se, if he never knew. But I don't like how many times he pointed the gun at her face. Honestly, that's a little too much time for my opinion, you know? I believe your hand should have been broke before you died. Just whatever, though, you know? <laughs> now... They have a whole scene, okay, on the banisters of the fucking uh, arena. And the little boy is watching the whole time. I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit, if he drop her, bruh, 
you're going to have to pay penance for that by going up under that. See if you can catch it. Now, I understand it's a high-ass height. But with somebody being right there, I believe she'll survive. At least with a few broken bones. And you might have broke bones too, but at least y'all be alive. So if your daddy don't catch your nigga, you need to run out there and see if you can do it. You know, maybe it's going to hurt, nigga, but shit. It's going to hurt worse if she don't survive. So, <laughs> shit. You know, I was just thinking to myself, like, fuck. I'll be wondering, like, fuck. Shit, I hope she don't, I hope she don't drop. Nigga, this shit going to hurt, you know, because it's like a long-ass fucking drop. You know, so that's like momentum, gravity. Inertia, <laughs> all them shits. Like, so I was like, all right. And like I said, they have the scene, and, and you could say that Alpha gives him more of a problem than the black guy did just because Alpha pulled out two motherfucking knives and shit. So he already had to get the gun away from him first, and the gun didn't even work like that. You know what I'm saying? But the fucking, the, the knives is what it did, and he wound up um, shiving him in the, um, in the fucking, um, in the thigh, and see, he a bitch nigga because he should have grabbed it. He should have grabbed it out after he did it, but he left it in there and allowed Michael J. White to use it to cut the bomb that Alpha placed on his daughter when he took her, took her hostage. And when he took it off, bro was like, "Up oh, now, nah, I got my daughter, and you ain't even nowhere in it." Bro went cold mode. I'm talking about dun dun. <sighs> see, I had to watch now because you had my daughter right there. That's how he talk. He talk like that. So like, see, I had to watch right now because you had my daughter right there. But you know, you better get your ass beat. Well, you don't talk like that too much, but you know, in the same tone. <laughs> so, Burr basically get his ass beat. I'm talking about get basically just got down, broken down all the way, and then get kicked over the balcony with the bomb, and then basically get his ass completely blown the fuck up. And which is interesting because I hope his son didn't get none of those splashes on him because if a body blows up, I think it's a little blood. It should be somewhere, but you know what? I'm pretty sure they can't open up that goddamn building for, like, why the season council. <laughs> the season council. And like I said, so we're going to go back to this point. Remember I told y'all the part where Shawty ain't going to date the same no more? So, the, what was interesting, and they could have went two ways with this, but I like the way it went with it either way, but it could have went either ways. The black woman came to help the black family. She could have left. She could have been left with her whole ass boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? She could have left. Uh, and I'm talking about the owner here. She could have left with her whole ass boyfriend who didn't even come help at all and shit because he was happy the first time when Michael J. White bust through the window, you know, the first time before Alpha even took him uh, hostage again and left and stuff, you know, with the with the, uh, the tower gun. So that nigga was like, oh, my God, yes, thank you, black man. <laughs> and he was like, bro, get your off me, nigga, fuck. <laughs> but that shit was funny. But you can tell he ain't come. He ain't come. That was that nigga last scene, I believe. <laughs> but... The 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 owner, the woman did. She came and she used the gun that Michael J. White couldn't use the whole fucking movie because he didn't know that you it was just a safety with where the thumb at. He was like, damn. But he did it without using the gun, nigga. You know how badass you is, nigga? You had to use no gun. So, like I said, she helped him out in that last scene before he actually got uh kicked over, before uh Alpha got kicked over. You know, she shot his leg, you know, and then that nigga got boom, 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 boom from that shit. So when she was congratulating him, like, hey, thank you, officer. She's like, are you okay, this and that? He's like, yeah, I am, you know, and he's just trying to get up out of there. She looked at his chest like hell, like, damn. <laughs> I was like, see, women love the chest. See, you know, when you a kid and, you know, you have a body and shit and you get them women, them little girls and shit, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you a kid too now because, you know, like I said, we're talking about when you were a little kid now. But I remember when you were a little kid. And, you know, you take your shirt off and some shit, and it's like neighborhood girls around and shit. You know, they looking at you like, oh, you got a little giant, little body, this and that. Women, older women do it too. They just don't like when that's the only thing that you got. They're a little more mature than that. But if you got stuff that you already have and shit, then you got a body, it's a super plus. But when it's the only thing you got, it's like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't going to stay on the island very long, buddy. So... <laughs> Anyways, going back to it and everything, we seen that the boy actually done changed his whole perception of his dad because he saw him fighting up there. And that's crazy. I was like, bro, you had to have good eyes because the Jumbo Tron wasn't even on the fight. So it was like, damn, nigga, you got really good eyes, huh? <laughs> seen him up there fighting the whole time and just came like, my dad's a superhero and shit. Oh, wait a minute. That was not, that wasn't his last scene. Yeah, the last scene we basically saw is, you know... I guess he was giving his statement or he was, you know, talking to the press and everything. But bro was talking about he was going to talk about that whole situation, his next album. Shit is hilarious. I'm telling you, the bro is funny as hell. 
And up to the last scene, we saw that the mom, you know, rushed to to the um the stadium because they start reporting on the fire at the stadium and you know the, the, the um explosion at the stadium. And um once they um once they did, basically, you gotta understand like the you remember when she looked at his chest? That girl said that is the epitome of protection right there. That girl said, look, not girl. The owner said, look, look, you hopefully you can be my private security. He was like, nah, man, I'm a nine to five, man. You know, I got to spend time with my kids and shit. And that like you should. But that don't mean you can't be no nine to five bodyguard for the mayor and then go home. Because, <laughs> look, the daughter said, oh, we got bills to pay in this household. We're going we gonna, to uh, talk to you in 24 hours. I was like, hell nah. Hey, that's the right one to say. Now nah, you got critical thinking, huh? Huh? Now you got th- critical thinking, huh? I don't, hope I ain't say hell right there. I don't mean to say, I ain't mean to say hell, but, you know, yeah. Uh, now you got critical thinking, though, when you think about these bills and what you need and shit, huh? Okay. Yeah, you need to be safe and shit and run the fuck away, but you ain't do that either. But you know what? Whatever. Okay, whatever. Anyways, that's pretty much the end of the movie. You know, we seen Gary Owen and all them, you know, and pretty much that's like the last scene we see other than the fact that, um... When they looked for the bodies and everything, um, I believe, and I'm actually see like I'm gonna play it right now, so you can actually hear it too. But on the last scene, I don't know if they're alluding to another movie or something, but they couldn't find all the bodies. Oh wait. Yeah, they couldn't find all the bodies. Where's the other? And you already know which one gone. You already know which one gone, y'all. So I believe they're alluding to another movie. Because like I said, like he that dude had strength enough to be his own supervillain, but you working for this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. Trash. Anyways, that is actually it though. You know, I spent so much time on this suit, and y'all are like, it's a super hour long video for not even that much of a uh long of a uh, movie, because it's only like 120, to be honest, but I liked it, and I wanted to give a more in-depth, detailed explanation what, you know, uh, spoilers about what the movie, you know, consisted of. And as well as the, the mentality and the, and the scenes and, the, and the, the thought process behind it, okay? But I'm going to let you guys get up out of here because y'all heard it all. You heard it all. I hope you liked it. This is Movie Show Reviews from Evo Podcast. I am A.C. Slater. And look, I'm out. You just listen to A.C. Slater on Evo Podcast. Subscribe, rate, or leave us a message.